Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. My friends still rave about the Prosecco I brought last year. Let me help make your Friendsgiving unforgettable. Bordeaux is one of the world's most popular red blends, made from Cabernet, Cab Franc, and Merlot. It also makes the perfect gift for your picky boss. Having turkey and all the fixings? I suggest an easy-drinking Pinot Noir. For white drinkers, try an unoaked Chardonnay. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! What's going on, guys? It's uh, Ryan, um, and this is just live feed videos I started doing at night just to talk about uh, news everybody ignores. Um, this is my little media thing outlet that I had uh, years ago, and I just started it back over. And what I do basically is I go through and read news articles from all over the world, um, all over uh, the country, strange ones, um, unique ones, weird ones. Uh, and tonight, as you can see in the title here, I'm not going to talk a whole lot on the Kincaid fire because I've been uh, covering that and the, um, the other fires going through California. Um, as of this morning and um, earlier in this week um, just continue to pray for the people's homes that are in the path of the fires and uh, pray for 
um, the firemen and first responders that are involved in that. Um, but um, a couple of articles I want to talk about, there was uh, 39 uh, bodies found in a freezer truck in, in the UK, and uh, which is absolutely insane. Um, another article I want to talk about is, um, and this is from Now the End Begins, so I'm giving credit to them, but I thought this article was crazy. I mean, we already know about the vaccinations, and, um, a lot, you know, some of us don't agree with them. A, a lot of us, um, do. I mean, it's kind of split, and... Uh, do research on them and, and learn what's in them, base molecules, you know, the, the things that they use to um, bind the chemicals together. Um, a lot of this stuff is disgusting, but this article is um, about uh, the ID2020 alliance and it's titled, you know, Big Pharma and Microsoft are teaming up in something called the ID2020 Alliance that will combine vaccinations with implantable microchips to create your digital ID. So, social credit scores, digital IDs, uh, smart IDs, more control, more power, uh, just handing our rights right on over to the big government. Um, another one I'm going to talk about, and this is uh, one of the main reasons why I eat. Uh, I'm more of a poultrytarian, I guess you could say. Poultry and, and vegetables, I kind of fear away from uh, meats. But Harvard researchers grew meat in a lab from cow and rabbit cells. Disgusting. Uh, I told you about the driver arrest with 39 bodies found in a uh, lorry container in Essex. We'll go through that. And I had another article here because I talk about uh, Turkey a lot and then being a major player in the end times. So a couple end times um, articles here. One that has to do with the Middle East. Another article that has to do with the microchipping of vaccinations. And then um, I had a, a funny one here. It's uh, researchers teach rats how to drive. Find out that it reduces stress. So, I'm going to go ahead and get into these articles. Uh, if you guys want to call in, you can. The number scroll at the bottom of the screen. You can also send articles to my Gmail account, uh, the Twitter account, or you can message me through the page here. And all the information, you know, I scroll through it on uh, the page periodically so you guys can see everything. So, let's get to this extremely weird article here. Let me take that off there. So, researchers teach rats how to drive, find out it reduces stress. And there is a video for this, so I'm going to um, see if I can't pop this up for you guys real quick. Exit out of that. Turn on the volume over here. This is pretty neat. Alright, here we go.
Wait. <laughs> she keeps driving the right past it. That is a rat driving a, looks to be a, a remote control skateboard. But, I mean, I've seen weirder things. I just thought it was pretty neat, but the article uh, says, uh, it's from today. Researchers in Virginia said they trained rats to drive tiny cars and learned the activity was a means of stress relief for the rodents. So the scientists at the University of Richmond's Lambert Behavioral Neuroscience Laboratory said they trained two groups of rats to operate the rat-operated vehicle, or ROV, which works by having the rats push down on a copper bar that propels the tiny car forward. The rats were rewarded with Fruit Loops cereal when they drove to the end of the enclosure. Kelly Lambert, head of the laboratory and lead author of the story, said the group of rats raised in an enriched environment with toys and ladders were able to drive that, uh, were able to drive in the group of rats raised in a plain uh, lab cage. She said the rats were more, uh, the rats with more activities had greater neuroplasticity, plasticity, the ability of their brains to grow and change over time due to having more stimulation. Lambert said researchers analyzed the rats' droppings and found both groups of rodents had an increase uh, the hormone, or sorry, the emotional um, resilience of the animals and could have implications for humans. It is likely that driving gives the rats a sense of control over the environment, she said, in humans, we would say that it enhances a sense of agency uh, or self-efficiency. Lambert said the study would have implications for how researchers approve depression and other mental illness in humans. Anything that reduces stress can build resilience against the onset of mental illness. Very interesting. I thought you guys might like that story before I get into this other stuff. Uh, kind of a little weird uh, feel-good story there. This article I want to read. <laughs> Big Pharma and Microsoft are teaming up in something called the ID2020 Alliance that will combine vaccinations with implantable microchips to create your digital IDs. So, uh, you know, people speculate all the time on the mark of the beast like the actual physical mark of the beast now to me i i i absolutely believe that um there will be a physical mark to buy sell with trade um 
I don't think any of us necessarily know what that looks like yet, but this is kind of an idea of what that may look like. Um, so, you know, the spiritual mark to me is uh, the carnal mind. So the mark in the mind, your mind is sealed for either darkness or light. And then uh, the deeds of your hands or the works that you do. Um, so that would be, you know, your mark on your hand or your mark on your hand or your mark on your forehead or your mark on your hand. So I do think that we will get to a literal mark in the hand and a literal mark probably on the forehead. Possibly a choice of either or what you want to do. Or maybe it would just be forced on us. But from what I've gathered from this, and it's going to go into some scriptures and, and uh, stuff, and it'll talk about these things. But this is like, you know, you got, for one, Bill Gates getting into this. And Bill Gates is a... Uh, a uh, big donor and when it comes to the vaccinations that you guys can look that up and uh, uh, he's also you know tech giant for uh, Microsoft so he's taking two and making them one and this looks like that it may be uh, one step closer to that mark that chip so uh says uh and once again this is from now the end begins i read all their stuff i think you know they got some uh awesome foresight on on what they come up with and what they type type up the different articles they write but very interesting stuff you guys gotta check them out for sure on facebook give them a like um it says the id 2020 alliance as it's being called is a digital identity program that aims to leverage immunization uh, as a means of inserting tiny microchips into people's bodies and in collaboration with the Global Alliance for Vaccines and Immunizations, also known as GAVI or GAVI, the government of Bangladesh and various other partners in government, academia, and humanitarian relief, the ID2020 Alliance hopes to usher in this mark of the beast as a way to keep tabs on every human being, uh, every human being living on earth absolutely insane and this came out today uh, it came across my feed and uh, big farmers officially partnering with the tech industry to pair immunization with digital biometrics meaning humans will soon be microchipped tracked and ultimately controlled through a global identification matrix this says, uh, for years we've been watching as Microsoft founder Bill Gates, now retired from the company he founded, uh, use his billions to give free vaccinations to people in third world countries. Now Bill Gates has become a founding partner in another company, and this one is called ID2020 Alliance. And its goal is to give every human being on earth a digital ID. How do they plan on accomplishing this feat? by combining mandatory vaccinations with implantable microchips. Genius, isn't it? And coming soon to a theater near, near you, as the saying goes. And this scriptures out of Revelations is chapter 13, verse 16 through 18. It says, And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive the mark in their right hand and on their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name 
Here is wisdom. Let him that have understanding count the number of the beast. For his number of man, and in Hebrew, if if any of you guys watching this that um, you know keep Torah, study Hebrew, the number of man is six. So um, the number of man and his number is six hundred three score and six. So my um, personal uh, point of view on this. You know, I do believe that there are entities. Uh, I don't necessarily like saying their names, but um, if you want to read the Book of Enoch, you want to find out how we've got certain technology, sorcery, makeup, uh, pharmacia, and all those different types of things. All you got to do is look in the um, uh, Book of Enoch. So to me personally, the Antichrist, and we all know this, is anyone that's anti-Christ or against God, his laws, his, his ways. That's Antichrist. So, um, there's three parts to a man. He's made in the image. That doesn't mean he's made to look like God. He's made in the image of God, just as uh, Yeshua was the image of the invisible God, because nobody has seen God. Um what that means is he was the walking manifestation of the spirit of the father inside himself we as men and women are made in that image three parts to us we have a mind a body and we have a spirit uh, there's a verse in matthew yeshua says if the eye is full of light how much greater is that light but if the uh, eye is full of darkness then the whole body is full of darkness and you can't serve two masters you can either you can't serve both God and Mammon or money. The system is the system we live in. You're so you work your social security number, you pay your taxes, uh, you pay your sales tax, property tax, you pay all. You, we live in the system in the matrix. We're in it. They're trying to get more and more and more control over us, and we're headed that way. So to me, three score three parts. Of man, mind, body, and soul, three parts of parts of the Father uh, of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and three parts of this system which mocks God. It's led by a man. It's created by man, so it's controlled by the Spirit that controls the man, and the man creates the system. We are creators, like our Creator created us in His image to do the things here on earth bring heaven on earth create but because of pride and men wanting to be god and this goes all the way back to the beginning of time uh, we mock him and we create our own systems and we don't use it for that glorification we use it for self-glorification self-satisfaction and self-gratification to me that is what the system is this is just a way they're going to track it and pay attention to because they want to get a back door into your messenger uh, your whatsapp apps all those things they're gonna they're they're still trying whether you think that oh we're, we've got this you know current president who um, you know wants us to have all of our freedoms and we got you know william barr on the other hand that's going back door trying to get these uh, passages into checking all of our messages and stuff but that's another rabbit hole so that's that scripture from Revelations 13, uh, 16 through 18. It says, 
So now, uh, now you know what Bill Gates and his wife Melinda are really doing. And over the past 10 years, traveling to third world countries and giving free vaccinations to the poor downtrodden natives. Those free vaccinations was research and a live testing lab to conduct the necessary experiments required to form ID 2020. And as you will see today, this unholy hybrid of vaccinations is implantable microchips is already happening in Bangladesh. Soon it will be in Boston. And a page on the Gates Foundation website says that Bill and Melinda have so far invested $2.5 billion to this project with no end in sight. Can the man who put the world behind a personal computer now put a vaccination microchip digital ID into the global population? Bill Gates is absolutely positive he can and indeed is well on his way to achieving that goal. There's another scripture from 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3 and 4. It says, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worship, so that he is God, sitteth in the temple of God, shewing himself that he is God. We have been warning you about this for the past 10 years, and now it's happening. Are you ready for what comes next? I hope you are. Keep looking for that blessed hope, and thank God it comes before the time of Jacob's trouble. If only, my friend, Carl Sanders, the man who first re revealed the inner workings of the team that created the RFID microchip, had lived long enough to see this day. Nuts. Um... Vaccines now being used to harvest biometric identities of everyone. Big Brother merges with Big Pharma. This is from, uh, uh, from the Natural News. The ID2020 Alliance, as it is being called, is a digital identity program that aims to leverage immunizations as a means of inserting tiny microchips into people's bodies. In collaboration with the Global Alliance for Vaccination and Immunizations, also known as Gavi, the government of Bangladesh, and various other partners in government, academia, uh, pretty much read all this. It says, uh, we are implementing a forward-looking approach to digital identity that gives individuals control over their own personal information while still building off existing systems and programs, said Anar Kaurdi, a public advisor at the A21, the Bangladesh Government's Access Information Program. It says, the government of Bangladesh recognizes that the design of the digital identity system carries far-reaching implications for individuals' access to services like and likelihoods and we are eager to pioneer this approach he adds now look at this picture here people look at what is on this wall at the high level meeting at the id 2020 employees uh, anyone care to guess what you're looking at <laughs> wow the ID2020 program testing grounds are primarily in the third world. The group says it also is now working with the government here in the United States to start microchipping people through vaccination. In Austin, Texas, for example, the homeless population is now being exploited as a collective guinea pig for the ID2020's microchip vaccination program, which the group claims will help to empower homeless people by supposedly giving them control over their personal identity data. City of Austin's ID2020 and several other partners are working together with homeless people 
and the service providers who engage with them to develop the blockchain-enabled digital identity platform called MyPass to empower homeless people with their own identity data, writes Chris Bird of BiometricUpdate.com. And here is a... Uh, Here's the companies involved, and if you take a look over here, ladies and gentlemen, oops, no, it's not going to let me uh, zoom in on that, but you can see it on your screen. Um, so you can see uh, Accenture, Gavi, what's that, the Rockefeller Foundation, hmm. Microsoft, and IDEO.org. Uh, IDEO org. <laughs> Now you know where the money also is coming from. It says, meet the end times players behind the 2020 alliance. ID2020 is also jabbing refugees with the microchip vaccinations through two in-girl uh, in plot uh, programs known as iRespond and uh, Everest. According to reports, iRespond has improved continu uh, con continuity of care for more than 300,000 refugees receiving drug treatments for chronic illnesses. Everest on the other hand, as assisted with provision of access to critical energy subsidies and a range of additional services with secure and user-centric digital identities without relying on smartphone, Bert writes. Oops. Does all this is priming the public for an eventual mandate of microchip vaccinations, which will be required for every individual in order to buy and sell goods? Cowardy openly admitted this, stating that digital identity systems will be necessary for individuals to access service and livelihoods. You guys seeing where this is going? One step closer. In other words, the Bible is right. A global identification system is in the works that will eventually be required for people to function in society and ultimately survive. Without these microchips in our bodies, People won't be able to work, let alone eat, and it's all happening right before your eyes. Keep in mind that the ID2020 is part of the so-called Real ID. Here in Oklahoma, we just got uh, extension until I believe it's September of next year, and I have the paperwork uh, on that too, because um, we don't want to hear, people don't want to hear in our state and we've been pushing back on it. So the Department of Homeland Security actually um, sent us a letter from um, us pushing back on it. And um, they've given us, I think, a year uh, until we have to comply and telling us we have to comply to the real ID. Um, some are saying it's going to go on our cell phones. So, you know, you get pulled over and, and your insurance and your IDs inside your cell phone and you're going to have to open up your cell phone and then hand over your personal, all your personal information. All, I'm sure all you have bank apps. We all have all that stuff in our cell phones nowadays. They're going to take that from you and they're going to take it back to their squad car and they're just mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and can go through all your stuff. So welcome to the future, my friends. Looking, uh, looking uh, great here. It says our manifesto ID 2020. Okay. So here's a little vid right here. Um, I'm using this under the Fair Use Act. Oops. Didn't mean to do that.
holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. My friends still rave about the Prosecco I brought last year. Let me help make your Friendsgiving unforgettable. Bordeaux is one of the world's most popular red blends, made from Cabernet, Cab Franc, and Merlot. It also makes the perfect gift for your picky boss. Having turkey and all the fixings? I suggest an easy-drinking Pinot Noir. For white drinkers, try an unoaked Chardonnay. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! And I'll get into this for you guys. I probably jacked it up doing this, but we'll play this for you real quick. It's about three minutes. The ability to prove one's identity is a fundamental and universal human right. We live in a digital era. Individuals need a trusted, verifiable way to prove who they are. Both in the physical world and online. Over one billion people worldwide are unable to prove their identity through any recognized means. As such, they're without the protection of law. And are unable to access basic services, participate as a citizen or voter, or transact in the modern economy. La mayoría de esos afectados son niños y adolescentes. Muchos de ellos son refugiados, desplazados forzosos o personas sin país. For some, including refugees, the stateless, and other marginalized groups, reliance on national identification systems isn't possible. This may be due to exclusion, inaccessibility, or risk, or because the credentials they do hold are not broadly recognized. While we support efforts to expand access to national identity programs, we believe it is imperative to complement such efforts by providing alternatives to individuals lacking safe and reliable access to state-based systems. We believe that individuals must have control over their own digital identities, including how personal data is collected, used, and shared. Everyone should be able to assert their identity across institutional and national borders and across time. La privacidad, la portabilidad y la persistencia son necesarias para que la identidad digital empodere y proteja a las personas de manera importante. Digital identity carries significant risk if not thoughtfully designed and carefully implemented. We do not underestimate the risks of data misuse and abuse, particularly when digital identity systems... So... What he just said, yeah, your data is going to be breached. And then if they implement, uh, you know, 5G technology and we're all linked into all these things together. Oh, yeah, you better believe it's coming. These are designed as large centralized databases. Technical design can mitigate some of the risks of digital identity. Emerging technology, for example, cryptographically secure decentralized systems could provide greater privacy protection for users while also allowing for portability and verifiability. But widespread agreement on principles, technical design patterns, and interoperability standards is needed for decentralized digital identities to be trusted and recognized. This better model of digital identity... Okay, hold on a second. That lady... That lady just said decentralized. If they control it, it is most definitely centralized. They have the control. It's centralized. Just like you have the centralized banking systems, okay? This is... 
you get a little chip. How much information can you put in a, a you know, a SIM card that's what that big now? If 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 the system has it, it is not decentralized. It is centralized. They have all your information. Will not emerge spontaneously. In order for digital identity to be broadly trusted and recognized, we need sustained and transparent collaboration aligned around these shared principles. Along with supporting regulatory and policy frameworks. ID 2020 Alliance partners jointly define functional requirements, influencing the course of technical innovation and providing a route to technical interoperability and therefore trust and recognition. The ID2020 Alliance recognizes that taking these ideas to scale requires a robust evidence base, which will inform advocacy and policy. As such, ID2020 Alliance supported pilots are designed around a common monitoring and evaluation framework. We humbly recognize that this is no easy task, but we see urgency as a moral imperative. This is why we have set ambitious targets and why we hold ourselves to account. Absolutely crazy. So, uh, it says that, uh, the ID 2020 Alliance is a public private partnership committed to improving lives through user centric, portable privacy, protecting digital identity. Yeah. Right. So there's other videos on here. Uh, you guys definitely go check this out. Like I said, it's on the, now the end time, uh, begins. And I'm going to, as a matter of fact, right now, uh, you can go to the page too and find all this stuff, but I'm going to post this, um, real quick inside your, I think inside this, uh, video comment section, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, excuse us too. I got so many um, windows open right now. We're in the softwares. And uh, like I said, you guys can always call in the number scrolling at the bottom of the screen. It's 1408-638-0968. The meeting ID is 534-233-4758. And uh, this is the Kingsman report, the news that everyone ignores. And call it the Kingsman because we are the Kingsmen. And this news is ignored about as hardcore and much as he is. It's a shame, but I'm bringing you articles that, you know, have to do with the way that we're going. So this is where we're headed. So this, so, you know, we already have uh, genetically modified and, 
you know, I've heard people's arguments on genetically modified uh, vegetables. Uh, Monsanto, Bayer uh, own uh, own a, a lot of patents on GMOs. Uh, you can look into those. But um, I mean, to the point to where if you have, if you're a farmer and you have land and um, bees pollinate your property and you grow. Uh, some of their food over on your property they can come over file a lawsuit on you and sue you because you have their property basically but uh, looking at GMOs some people you know old school people will say oh they're good for you or whatever but they're not good for you uh, and this is just going along the uh, route with everything's artificial now artificial intelligence uh, you know autonomous vehicles lab grown meat genetically modified vegetation uh, get your diets in order Harvard research grew meat in a lab from cow and rabbit cells um, you know I mentioned vaccines earlier look what's in vaccine cells also look up heck cells and uh, you'll find out what they put in your food as well. It's disgusting. So a team of Harvard bioengineers took a major step in uh, in taking cultured meat from the uh, from the lab to the table, and researchers successfully grew a cow and rabbit meat from an edible gelatin. Gelatin is pork. For those of you who do not know. Um, a gelatin base for the first time, creating a substance that uh, successfully mimicked the texture of natural meat, according to a new study published by the MPJ Science Food Journal. Engineers have tinkered with bioengineered meat for years, taking stem cells from animals and growing and multiplying them until they divide and form new muscle tissue. But previous attempts to grow environmentally friendly meat found it difficult to recreate the long stringy muscle fibers that make up meat and for the research the Harvard team borrowed from a carnival food favorite a spun edible fibers made of gelatin using rotary jet spinning a process similar to how cotton candy is made the fibers resemble natural tissue extracellular matrix the glue that binds tissue it says the rabbit and cow cells anchored to the gelatin base and grew similar similarly to real meat in a long thin strips Compared to the tissue of natural rabbit muscle, the protein of the bioengineered meat looked pretty similar, though its tissue distri uh, distributed more closely resembled that of processed meats like ground beef and unprepared meat, the study said. How close are we to eating lab-grown meat? There are still hurdles in getting the meat onto the supermarket shelves. Engineers are still perfecting growing the meat in large quantities and creating products that mimic the natural taste and texture of meat. It's not going to taste anything like meat, but there you go, folks. Agriculture, forestry, and human land use, which include meat production, uh, accounted for 44% of methane emissions between 2007-2016, according to the 2019 United Nations report. Raising fewer animals for slaughter would make for a lighter carbon footprint. This is the agenda they're pushing. It's all on the Agenda 21. Look it up. Um, oops.
Hang on, I'm gonna have to pull that one up again. Uh, I hit copy instead of paste. Let's see what I find. Right. All right. Uh, so as I uh, read these articles, I'm just gonna drop them over here in the. Um, in the feed on the live here. All right, so this article has been going around. This came out yesterday. It says a driver arrested after 39 bodies found in a lorry container in Essex. A man 25 from Northern Ireland named locally as Mo Robinson held on suspicion of murder. I'm not going to play the video, but it says a murder investigation has been launched after 39 bodies were found inside a Bulgarian registered lorry on the industrial estate of Essex. A 25-year-old driver from North Ireland was arrested on suspicion of murder. Local police and community sources told the Guardian that he, uh, that the arrested man was believed to be Mo Robinson from Portadown County, Armagh. Essex police declined to comment. Robinson's Facebook profile identifies him as a lorry driver and includes pictures of him in a lorry cab or next to a haulage vehicle. I suppose a lorry cab is like a, a freezer truck. Uh, it includes several pictures. There's the young fellow there. It says uh, it includes uh, several pictures of what appears to be a cab that was photographed at the scene of the Essex on Wednesday with a identical sticker saying the ultimate dream on the windshield, among other matching details. The victims found at the Watergate Industrial Park and Grays were all adults, apart from one teenager, Essex police said. It says uh, police believe the container section of the Lord traveled from. Um, if you guys want to hear someone butcher names in the news, uh, this is where to be. Uh, I'm not even try to pronounce that. Into uh, Pure Fleet shortly after 12:30 a.m. on Wednesday. There's a little map there. It says originally Essex police reported that the Lord had traveled into the country through Holyhead on Saturday, the 19th of October, but in a subsequent update, the force uh, said it is now believed that the trailer and the rear section of the vehicle traveled from Zeebrug uh, into Pure Fleet and then docked in the Thorock area. Shortly after 12.30 a.m. on Wednesday morning, says the tractor unit of the lorry. The smaller section at the front of the vehicle is believed to have originated in Northern Ireland. It says the lorry and the trailer left the port shortly after 1.05 a.m. Crazy. So, you know, we're going around on this one is that um, these people are victims of human trafficking uh, that they don't necessarily believe that this kid here is responsible for the murders but the people um, I think they're they're thinking that they suffocated in the back of this um, in the back of this uh, freezer truck and um, he may he may have known what's in there he may not have known what's in there don't know but that's still developing so I'm gonna put that up there for you guys and then I'm going to post this 
article in here for you guys as well. And then, because you know me and my obsession with Turkey, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this. And I'm using this under fair use. I'm just reading the news articles to you guys. So, uh, Kurdish commander says Turkey resumed fighting despite of the ongoing ceasefire. Um, this is out from today. I'm using the video under fair use. I'm sure that they will probably copyright strike me for this, but I'm going to play this video for you guys real quick, and they'll give you the gist of it so I don't have to read into everything. This is all that's left of several major Kurdish cities along Turkey's border, burned out, bombed out, ghost towns. And today, Turkey's president says his assault continues under the terms of a deal he brokered with Russia. Turkey is also using militias, forces U.S. officials say Turkey directs and include former ISIS and Al-Qaeda members. And as civilians are escaping by the hundreds of thousands, President Trump dropped a series of tweets saying the U.S. is committed to protecting Syria's oil fields, adding... Perhaps it's time for the Kurds to start heading to the oil region. That oil region is a desert wasteland, hundreds of miles from where Kurds have ever lived. Kurds tell us they did not align with the United States to end up being guards at some oil facilities. As a senior defense official tells NBC News tonight, U.S. troops have been given orders to prepare to protect those oil fields. It's the app popping up on phones everywhere from teens. So basically just that is what was in the video. Continue to keep an eye on Turkey and what they got going on over there. Um, I keep saying this and I We'll say it a hundred times. Turkey will be a major player in what's coming. But you guys definitely uh, keep paying attention to what's going on with them and what's going on in the Middle East. Um, you know, continue to pray for the people that are involved in the fires, um, the riots, protests happening all over the world, Iraq, Lebanon, Chile. Um, just continue to keep your eyes open and keep a watch on uh, on on uh, everything that's going on. But those are uh, the news articles from today. Sorry, I got a late start. Um, I got hung up messing with some video editing software. But definitely shout out to. Uh, to, uh, oh, what is this program called? OpenShot. Shout out to OpenShot. Uh, it's pretty awesome free editing software. But uh, thanks, you guys, for watching. If you if you watched or if you didn't watch, uh, I post the news articles in the uh, feed down there at the bottom in the comment section. Um, 
I'm going to keep doing these videos. You guys feel free to call in, share your articles with me. Um, you can send them to all these different outlets here. Uh, you can call in, send them through Facebook Messenger. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and sign off here. And um, this is the Kingsman Report. And it's the news that everyone ignores. You guys have a good evening and God bless. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Did you know there are over 10,000 wine grape varieties worldwide? Here's to thousands of gift possibilities. My go-to holiday wine is Chardonnay. I love it with turkey and potatoes. Pile on the gravy. Let me show you our more than 8,000 party-perfect wines that are in your budget and out of this world. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers!